Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter <laughs> at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us through the Absolute website. Good morning. Morning. My co-hosts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cohorts. I could have said cohorts. What Hello. else could I have said? Well, anyway. Um, Colleagues. Our Colleagues. Staff. <laughs> Morning, um, morning, my staff. Is everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> I gave um, I gave Alan uh, a twenty <laughs> CD <laughs> twenty CD audio um, book of the Steve Jobs biography. Yeah, you know, I witnessed yeah. that this morning. Yeah. Pla- plastic still on M- MIB, I believe they call it in the trade. Is it right? Mint in box. That's what Jonathan yeah, Ross calls it, it when he buys it, toys. It was, it was oh, mint in MIB, box. Yeah. That's what, when I bought that polo that time. Um, <laughs> And um, he, I must say he wasn't as excited as I thought he'd be by the 20 CD Steve Jobs. Uh, well, it was an awful, awkward moment when he said, you said, you said you wanted it. Yeah, and, yeah. Al- and Alan went, did I? <laughs> oh, I could have killed myself. Well, I'm happy to a, take it back. There was a little bit oh, of... Oh, uh, no, he's got all passive-aggressive. I can't bear it. There was a little bit of what the Cockneys call a bum steer, I believe. I think we're allowed to say that on the radio. I think you um, can say a bum steer. Um, where you said, oh, I've got something that I promised you ages ago and reached into your bag and I thought you were going to bring out the DVD of Carnival Series 2. And, yes, uh, this is another a long-running <laughs> thing we've got going. <laughs> and then it was a thing that I don't remember saying, oh, yeah, that... Steve I Jobs. Was, I was still, I'll still listen to it. Who knows? If you don't like it, just throw it out the car window on the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I don't, then I've got 20 new coasters, haven't I? That's, the, uh, that's the right one way of looking at oh, the box. Frank's a big fan of those. Yeah. The coaster, yeah. Mm. Especially if they're Steve... No, I shouldn't say this because somebody sent me this, so it was, n- it was nice of them. But it, um, oh. do you know Steve Jobs? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> um, I had. Doesn't uh, quite work that one. Well, not on <laughs> breakfast radio. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I had. Oh, uh, I just got it. Oh gosh, <laughs> I I had a bit of a um, falling out with my girlfriend this week, and we had a we oh, had an no. argument. Well, you know, there's, we've had one or two. Um, Correspondences to the show saying "shut up" about Doctor Who. Well, we yes. have actually, and, and we've also had many that d- have not said that. You can't please, you can't please everyone. Um, no, no, no. There's a phrase know, about t- that. Turns out you can't please anyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one man said, "Stop going on about Doctor Who." Hashtag Kids TV. Yes, and I'm about to marry that man. <laughs> yes, well, I'm going to appear at the wedding <laughs> with, with an axe. <laughs> no, anyway, so I am going to stop going on about it. But we had um. I was I watched the um, the anniversary special last week. To be oh, honest, yeah. there were large sections of it I didn't understand. Right. So I I, I thought I'll watch it again. Mm. Um, so my girlfriend had been away for the weekend, so the watching of the anniversary was was a painless experience. But the rewatching of it when she was at home, mm. I was you know. Um, anyway, I just thought I'll watch a bit of it, see if I can pick up. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't bore you with details, but there was stuff I didn't get. I still don't get some of it. But anyway, um, so we were watching it, looking for like logic. I was trying to find out. out I was trying to works. find out how this. How, I, I didn't quite get how the truce worked with the Zygons. I'll be <laughs> right. honest with you. Okay, but anyway, oh, um, I got it now. Oh, good. But then um, she said to me, "I can't believe you're watching this," and I said, Cause, I, "I love Kathy," and I said. <laughs> 
Well, you, I, I, you said you didn't. I offered to let, to let you watch anything you like, and you said she said, "Can I just say, you watching this while I'm in the room, I find incredibly, incredibly offensive." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought, well, well, for a start off, which I didn't say to her, I'm not sure you can stack incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like very easy. I don't know if we've got any grammarians listening, but can you? That, that's the, the first text in this morning. <laughs> Can you stack incredibly? Can you stack incredibly? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yes, I was just, um, in case you missed the beginning, my uh, my girlfriend said me watching uh, the Doctor Who anniversary for a second time was incredibly, incredibly offensive. Can you say incredibly? You can say really, really or very, very. Yeah. Can you mm-hmm. say... I'm not sure if you incredibly, can say it. Incredibly, incredibly. We can say it for sure, but whether or not it means... Thanks for making those parameters clear to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was unsure. Yes. I haven't been called incredibly, incredibly offensive since the 90s. <laughs> yeah. It's a big moment for me. Mm. Ink off. I think we'll reduce it to now in our house. That was ink off. <laughs> we could have the great British ink off. Lovely. Where people say not very offensive or do not very offensive things, but other people are very, very <laughs> offended by them. I thought the Great British Ink Off was just where people come along and get tattoos removed. That would be... It will come. <laughs> There's been a, a Great British everything off. What happened? Did you make up then? Um, yeah, we did. Um, oh, good. After 24 hours. 24? Yeah. Oh, that's a long... That's a long... Yeah, well, it was... A lot yeah. of hours? Was it a really long Doctor Who programme that you watched? 75 minutes. I didn't watch... Um, I stopped watching it then. Oh, did you? I didn't think I could carry on after that. But the thing still... The brow still maintained. Well, I went... I um, I went straight to bed in a, in a massive hofty. Did you? And then um, we spoke about it the next day. The row right. stays in the room for a good seven or eight hours, I find, even if both right. parties have left. The rows have got incredible stamina, staying. Oh, yeah. They'll, mm. they'll linger. And anyway, it's all, it's all better now. I'm Lovely. very, very glad to say. And um, what else did I do this week? I went to the, uh, the opera, you know. Lovely. Yeah. What did you go and see? I saw Satyagraha. Oh, I'm sorry or, to hear and that. It could be Sati- <laughs> Satyagraha. I'm not sure about the... Uh, it's one of those things where I didn't never really knew what the name was, even though I was watching it. Mm. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a Philip Glass opera. Oh, about, it's one of the modern ones. It's a modern one. Lab it's I a, it's about um, mm. about Gandhi. You know, I love Gandhi. In an opera. Well, I love Gandhi, but that's an extraordinary subject for an opera. Gandhi you know, in opera form. Gandhi in opera form. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I um yeah I wore the uh, I wore a turban with a white plume. Right, it's on one of those top. ones where you go dressed up. Like it's it's, like, I um, went to the opening night of Bombay Dreams. Do you remember Bombay Dreams? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And there was lots of um, non-Indian uh, people who um, were there in uh, Indian dress. Lots of white people. I thought it was a bit peculiar. Right. And you didn't go to the Gandhi <laughs> peculiar opera? In, in no, Gandhi, no, yeah. that wasn't my modus opera Gandhi. <laughs> opera, oh. opera Gandhi. <laughs> Opera Gandhi. Um, yes. No, I didn't. Although I did... I kept looking at his um, sandals. And do you remember when we did a thing on the show about his, his flip-flops? Yeah, were, oh, yeah. were orcs. And I did keep... I had that flashback of that. Yeah. I, I, we never found out how much they went for. Oh. I don't know. Uh, could you get on to it, please, Charlie? Thank no, you. no, it's all right. It's, it's Just okay. Google Gandhi plus flip-flop. Plus <laughs> yeah. price. Price. Yeah. Um... So, did you like the Gandhi opera? Oh, God, it was great. Was it? Yeah. Was there a song about passive resistance? <laughs> um, 
Well, it was all in Sanskrit. Oh. So I couldn't be certain of that. It, I'm not joking, it was all in Sanskrit. No, I didn't think you were. No. Who'd joke about that? <laughs> oh, Frank Skinner's doing his, his all in Sanskrit thing he does all yeah. the time. Did you see the Doctor anniversary? Yeah, but it was uh, the version I saw, it was all in Sanskrit. Was it? <laughs> really? That is incredibly... In- yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Gandhi, but to be fair, I think I'd rather sure watch you... the Doctor Who special. I'll tell you what I'm going to do with uh, with Gandhi. Friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I think we can officially term him a friend of the show. And also, um, a long time coming. That hasn't it? yeah. it's been a long time coming. And um, also, I think um, Emily loves him because I think he was six years on the trot. Was he slimmer of the year? <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I went to uh, the cinema, so I just get all my activities out of the way in one big globular oh, yeah. lump. I'm hearing it all. Opera and the cinema in the cinema. <laughs> um, I went to... Well, you see, my, um, my sister-in-law mm-hmm. oh, yeah. is... Um, we used to have a thing called Cinema Club, where me and her went to the cinema about once a fortnight. What was the first rule of Cinema Club? First one of cinema club was there is no cinema club, <laughs> and then um, and then she got married, and I thought you know people get married. It's a bit, a bit like you know that Lauren and Hardy thing where they get um, Ollie gets married and Stan buys him a jigsaw oh. for the uh, wedding present and says, "Well, now you're married." I didn't think we'd be going out as much, so there'd be something for us to do in the evening. And <laughs> <laughs> quite got the concept of what happens. Anyway, it's our first cinema club post marriage, so I. Um, one of my favourite books ever is a thing called Ender's Game. Oh. Orson Scott Card. So the film of that is out, but it, it, I like to catch films on the downward trajectory. Mm-hmm. Do you? So um, everyone's seen it, and I see in that in like cinema number 18 yeah. at the multi-screen, which, which houses 12 people. Yeah. So we did that. Although we had a bit of confusion, I must say, at the Odeon Leicester Did you have Square. a bit of trouble? You went a bit Frank Spencer. <laughs> the Odeon Leicester Square. A little Square, bit of trouble. We set two tickets for Ender's Game. He was a bit presumptuous and thought, well, obviously, they mean um, Hunger Games. Oh, he, did, he gave you Hunger well, Games. It isn't even called Hunger Games, is it? It's called, it's called Catching Fire. Yeah. Is it? So we, yeah. we, we ended up with two tickets. We went into the end. We wouldn't let us into Ender's Game because we had two tickets for Hunger's Game. <laughs> a man said to Hunger's me, this is, um, this is uh, not my, I cannot do, I have not authority to let well, you in. Manuel. And I said, I said we're just, there's, there's four people in there. We'll just go in and sit in there. I have not authority. So we had to get someone else who had authority. So you've gone from Frank Spencer to Manuel, who's next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he went to someone Protest. who had authority, he went to Robert Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, loved, uh, I loved the film, but mm. uh, we sat in the, the... There's only about ten rows in there. Yeah. Um, so we sat in the, the last but one row. That's where our actual... You know, this stupid thing you have to sit where your ticket says. In oh. cinemas with four people in. Yeah. I mean, for goodness sake... <laughs> Um, it's not like at the football. Dear BBC. <laughs> so there was a, um, there was a, I could hear, you know when, when you're watching the adverts before the film and, and you can ba, hear, ba, ba, and you can ba, hear ba, from ba, behind yeah. you, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you think, now, these are either people who, uh, who are just, they talk because they think it's the adverts, it's fine to talk now, or they're people who are going to talk. Oh, talk. talkers. Of them. 
Uh, yeah, say how, I like how they go. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I said, I looked at um, Rachel and said, oh, are these going to be talkers? And she said, oh, well, we can always move. I mean, let's have those other options. And do you know what they heard from back there? <laughs> yeah, they, did. <laughs> they did, yeah, and they probably thought, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But then I, I looked around and it was a, a, a young couple and... Um, they were. D- I, I didn't realise that people canoodled in the back row anymore. Were they canoodling? They were canoodling. Let get this. She was sitting on his lap. What? That's, now, that's not canoodling. Just <laughs> FYI, that's a hell of a lot more than canoodling. Well, I. I mean, I was outraged by. It. I mean, I. I never. I did some canoodling in the back row as a young man. Not much. Um, not always with anyone else. <laughs> but. Um, Oh, but my I, God, I that's the most disgusting revelation. I oh, would, no, it's not. I read your autobiography. I would never in a million years have let someone sit on my lap in the cinema. <laughs> Partly the, oh, resent- the resentment that I'd paid for a seat that wasn't being used. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, uh, here's the thing. Since I think maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, mm. I haven't bought any Louis Vuitton luggage. I don't know about you guys. Are you also observing the Kanye West boycott? I, I think of, I bought uh, a small clutch <laughs> to replace uh, your bowling bag handbag. Light, we- light Wednesday afternoon. That looked very LV. Your bowling bag handbag. I'm going to ring them up because I can uh-huh. get an audience with them. Unlike Kanye. Oh, that is. Oh, thing, you though, can as well. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was upset, wasn't he? He, yeah, because I think, in fairness, he did get quite a big zing from the CEO. Was it the CEO? Yeah, I believe so. He asked for a Eve meeting Carcel. with the, the boss of Louis Vuitton, who said... Kanye West did. Kanye West did. I believe the boss said, I don't understand why we need to meet with you, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was does perfectly he, does reasonable. Does he work at the Odeon Leicester Square? <laughs> 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 On a weekday. It's the generic actually, voice. I knew it was a Wednesday because it was an Orange Wednesday day. Of course oh. it was. Yeah. You always got one eye on the housekeeping budget, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. And I'm the one on the show that gets accused of thriftiness. I think I've been drinking out of your cup. Oh! <laughs> well, I could get very frugal about that. Uh, frugal sharky. <laughs> so why, why, so did he was Ka- upset. why did Kanye want to meet with the, <laughs> the boss of Louis he Vuitton? He feels that he should be able to pick up the phone to any brother and he can just get on the phone and say you know you should want to meet with me i'm going to be good for your company in mm-hmm. this instance they're doing all right lv they don't really need kanye's help he wanted free stuff didn't he, he wanted no, free i think he wanted I think to he launch a i bet he wanted to say listen why don't you do like a kanye bag or something like a kanye klv backpack yeah he probably had yeah. like an idea Oh, but oh I hate it. it when people get ideas, don't you? You don't yeah, think he's got... Hey, don't, don't get think, ideas. Has he got a fragrance on the back burner? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, all, on the Johnson burner. Oh, they, they love a fragrance. <laughs> That's the new thing. He wouldn't go to LV with that, would he? He'd have a little... Uh, aren't they... Um, what would you do? They're, they're not well, smells, If they? someone came no, to you and said... they smells as well, darling. Oh, do they? It's a luxury conglomerate. If, oh, is it? Mm. I knew that. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. I'm so proud that you knew that. Yeah, I knew they did smells, definitely. Mm. Um, w- would you? Would you? If you were offered your own fragrance, Alan? Yes. I'm, Extraordinary I'm not, conversation. I'm not. This is what comedians talk about nowadays. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. imagine that mm. some of the people at the top end have probably already been offered their own fragrance. Who's got? Oh, who can you imagine? Stephen K. A. Moss. He'd have fragrance. Mm. Um, maybe. I should think um, Michael McIntyre would have the offer of Jimmy. If Farr. he wanted his own fragrance, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But you're asking me, would you I? Would you? No, I don't think so. Even if the money was good? Yeah, I'd do that then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's amazing how many uh, what-ifs I solve with Alan by adding that, just that extra bit. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were talking about, um... Is it Kan Kanye or Kanye? Wow, let's call the whole thing West. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's upset because the head of LV won't meet with him. Yeah, it's a definite. He's case a hater, of, not a player uh, celebrator. It's a yeah. Case of handbags at dawn, isn't it? Oh, lovely. But work. he did. I liked his reason. Um, what he says, oh, I've got tremendous power or something. An influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't know the power I've got. I'm made for this moment. That's what he said. <laughs> I'm made for this moment. <laughs> I mean, it would be easy to despise Kanye, but I have uh, I have a certain admiration for all those people who um, who use the jump leads, as I would say. So th- there's a, there's a section of the 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 where the thought comes in mm. in your brain, and then it goes through the sort of uh, self censoring area of the <laughs> brain, and then it reaches the mouth. And I think he's got jump leads from the initial thought to <laughs> mouth. Yeah. yeah, and I think we've probably all had thoughts about how brilliant we are. Mm-hmm. That's what people do. Daily. But you know, you keep it. Yeah, just keep it under. But not Kanye it's out there. Yeah. Said it. Oh, said it. Man, I said it. Too late. <laughs> Too late, Kim. You said it. Are you crazy? I just said it. Couldn't help it. You said you got power. I said it. It's it's said. Shut up about it, girl. It's said. <laughs> Shut up about it, girls. Um, I love the little, insight into the insight West there, household. That's what I think is. I think he knows he's doing it. He can't help it. That it's out. Like watching the Kardashians, where <laughs> yeah, keeping Kanye up with the Kardashians. Little guests, I like the idea of getting outraged because someone won't. You just like someone and they mo- won't meet with you. So yeah. it's like I wanted to meet the Northampton clown. He wouldn't meet with me. I actually no. asked via Twitter if shame, I don't ban circuses now. No, but um, you know, boycotting them. Yeah. Were, were you instrumental in the death threats? <laughs> That's what I want. I, I mean, I'm sure... He, anyway, what he said, he said, told all his fans not yeah. to buy Louis Vuitton until the end of January. Yeah. Which, I mean, if I said that, everybody would just think, Alan's waiting for the sales and he's urging us to yeah. do the same. <laughs> yeah, but the end of January, you miss the sales, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Is that what he's doing? He's, See, he's not yeah. even got an eye on the housekeeping oh, no. budget. He's, no, I think what he's doing... He's is out of his depth. Like, he needs sure. to give me a ring. He's still trying to get in with him. He's saying, well, don't <laughs> buy it in January. And he's thinking, well, he's not going to lose him that much because it's all, it's all on sale anyway yeah so i can go back and say look i could have said start february he and then you'd have really lost money he yeah. claimed the whole of new york would bet would uh, that was it but he was also somewhat hoisted on his own petard by the fact that the next day some photographs of his luggage with louis vuitton bags were taken yeah but to be fair he bought that before the ban Oh, it's like if I bought apples. I like apples. that he's a Kanye apologist yeah. now. <laughs> if I bought apples before apartheid, that's fine. Yeah. It's, you it's only say when... that, Frank. Can you imagine the poor person who carried that bag in? Mm-hmm. I told you not to use that bag. He yeah. must have gone mental. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I, think, I think he's, he didn't condemn already owned goods. Yeah. It's it's an economic. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a reduce, reuse, recycle guy. Yeah, exactly. When he gets rid of his Louis Vuitton, he's going to use a Sainsbury's bag for life. One of those hessian looking ones. <laughs> but I do, I, I do respect his. Um, oh, you wouldn't really call it honesty. Cause I, I think when you're honest, you think, you know what? I'm going to be really honest about this. I don't think that it, there's that kind of delay. No. <laughs> you know, yeah. I never. I'm against quoting. Um, 
newspaper comments. Yeah. Oh, yes. But just... <laughs> but... After I'd read about Kanye West, I read on the side, on the side of the page, I was Mail Online, uh-huh. there, was a, there was a Rachel Riley splits up with her husband, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went to that, and someone had written... Um, uh, there was all these views about why she'd left her husband, and some person had written, LOL, he's pot ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and usually I'd think, people are so vile, it's disgusting. Mm. I think having read the Kanye had set me up <laughs> for things just... This is often someone else who got the jump leads on. <laughs> it just came out. And uh, I, whereas I would have been a... Po- so I think maybe Kanye is laying the way for us all to be just completely open with each other. What about that? Oh, great, I can't wait. I, he strikes me as a quite an exhausting friend he'd be, I think, Kanye, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I if he didn't he... return his texts or... Oh, oh he'd be have awful. Be careful of that. He'd be very high-maintenance, Frank. I don't think he'd be no. good for you as a pal. <laughs> I don't think he'd be good for you as a pal because he's urging people to boycott luxury brands and stuff. That oh, could and I, I, be easy for me. I mean, yeah. I'd, you know, I'll have no part of that. That'd put you in a tricky position at work, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, I'm also boycotting uh, whatever, you know, crystal champagne. I'm, <laughs> I'm boycotting it's, uh, Crystal, FYI. No, crystal. It's a different one. It's a spin-off. <laughs> That's such a lie, because you got it wrong. It's a spin-off that Lidl do. <laughs> <laughs> Let us not forget, though, that when I when I said that Fortnum & Mason's Piccolilli was the best Piccolilli I'd ever tasted... Oh, yeah, they sold yeah. out. It, they sold out. They did. So, you know... Um, you have influence. They don't realise my power, yeah, can't yeah. you? Say. Have you requested a meeting a with the of MD power. of Fortnum and Mason? Well, I, I, I have Skin a hamper. Can have you imagine it. Frank on the phone? All right, it's Frank here. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, Frank, we've had a text in. <laughs> what was your All impression right. of Adrian Child? No, that's then. Adrian. All right, Frank, it's Adrian here. <laughs> um, this no, is... he always says, mate. All right, mate. All right, mate. Um, this is from Sarah. She says, Frank, I was at the theatre when a young couple in the row in front of me were canoodling. Oh, in front, that's worse. I don't want to see that. Uh, The young lady was sat on the young man's lap, obviously uh, a popular position, whilst everyone around studiously tried to ignore the giggling and sloppy kissing sounds. What are the sounds, Frank, if you could remind us? Um... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that was kissing. I I think it was sweet nothings. I was outraged and tapped the woman on the shoulder and Whoa. told her to go and sit on the seat she'd paid for. Wow. They didn't return after the interval. I really respect that. That's wow. two seats wasted. Yeah. yeah. I, was on I a train do. I wouldn't have had that courage. I was on a train and there was a young couple canoodling on the uh, seats across from me. And <laughs> I don't know if it says something about how old I am. I looked at them and went... I just genuinely thought to myself, God, if I was in that position for as long as he's been in that position, I'd have cramp by now. <laughs> he was all twisted up and she yeah. was sort of leaning on him and they were sort of canoodling and I just thought, oh, there's no way I, I don't mind the young that. doing it, you see. No. But I can't, if you own property, you can't do that. Public canoodling. It's wow. too late, long in the tooth. I cannot bear the elderly. I'm going to call it that, over 25. When you say property, does that include an Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't, you know... I don't object to the the youth um, canoodling, but um, in a cinema you have to do it quietly, surely. I suppose they had gone for the back row. I, 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 I you know, I like their traditionalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like dry stone walling, practically, isn't it? Traditional, old school. Yeah. Thought it died out. Well, I think it meant sex for the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Frank, they used them. to have a double seat back in the day, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I believe so. You still get cinemas now, don't you? You can have a you can have a sofa and oh, yeah. yeah, proper food. Not what I, not not the cinema, okay. as far as I'm concerned. No, yeah. you've got very strict requirements from a cinema, haven't you? Yes, I like. I like oh, we're not going to go down that road again, are we? I like. I was just saying. Oh, God. Now I uh, yeah, but if you buy a ticket for one film, you expect to have yeah, not get a ticket for another film. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that's outrageous. I'm not asking you to boycott the Odeon Leicester Square. Can I make that perfectly clear? Because mm. I'm seeing the manager on Tuesday. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us directly through the Absolute Radio website. That's www slash slash and more slash mm. The Guardian. Well, um... This is very relevant, Frank, because we're about to go to email corner. I've made that decision. Okay. Do, do, you, do you need the jingle? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't get but it. Keep that www in mind. Right. Here we go. Email corner. Okay. Okay. Interesting harmonies today. <laughs> <laughs> A bit <laughs> underpowered, if you don't mind me. Yeah, I think sometimes you can put too much in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You held back. Mm. This is from Megan. Okay. She says, hey. I got it. Uh, I want to share a little secret with you, which we do down here in NZ. Can I just interrupt? I like the fact this is one of the first emails that we've had that sounds like spam. I want to share a little secret with you. <laughs> <laughs> Barely legal <laughs> <Yes>. secrets. <laughs> Whoever thought when I was a young... money in my account... <laughs> I can share this little secret with you. I'm getting sick of that spam. But when I was Anne a young, Summers, when I was a young man... Every girl gets something from Anne Summers. Do you? Me too. I don't subscribe. But I'm not interested. Loyalty card. <laughs> but if someone had said to me 30 years ago, it sounds like spam. Yeah. I'd have been mo most confused. And now it's... Isn't it wonderful about yeah. progress? Isn't it? I managed to get through life without ever encountering spam. Oh. Yeah? Mm. Not even the Monty Python <laughs> song about spam. Do you know that? I can't bear Monty Python. No. Um, OK. I want to share a little secret with you, which Swimming we do down here in NZ. <laughs> NZ, New Zealand, yes. eh? Got yes. that. New Zealand. Very good. It may ease your pain and anguish of saying www. Oh, yes. Every mm. time you refer to Absolute's website during housekeeping tasks. So, is, oh. if you want to embrace it, I'm sure we can speak on behalf... I can, I can speak, I do apologise, on behalf of the nation of New Zealand that you're most welcome to ours, we say, dub-dub-dub. <laughs> Try it. Rolls off the tongue quite nicely. This country's been using it for years successfully and it would only take a few brave early adopters such as yourselves to sweep the Northern Hemisphere. Maybe. It's genius and simplicity. Thank you, mm. Megan. Or you can contact us uh, direct through the absolute. Um, Make it sound radio. like we're genuinely talking, Frank. Make it sound conversational. Okay. Alan, no, you... no, I'll, like an announcement. Or okay. you can contact us um, directly through the absolute radio. Dub dub dub. 
It's terrible. <laughs> I, I like you. Said, no, you ruined your words, though, because you meant contact us directly through the absolute radio. I didn't like that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> dub, dub, dub. I will wear my trousers rolled. <laughs> I'm old. I, I was thrown, because when I said dub, 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 I started to think that maybe my washing machine has been trying to communicate with me. Because <laughs> that says dub, dub, dub on occasion. I'm going to do dub. it now. It just makes me think. I've got an email from dub, 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 and Summers. That's what I'd say. Yeah, but you need all the slashes and oh, all that. Okay. No. Where did dub, that dub, come dub, from? Dub. When did oblique become slash? Is that today's texting? <laughs> yes. Are we doing that after the intensifying... There are scones and roses. Uh, They'll be able to fill you in. And is oblique an Irish goth? <laughs> <laughs> That's today's question. OK. I've got so laid back now on the internet, so sort of casual about the whole... You know, I used to be for years thinking, wow, I'm on the World Wide Web. Mm. I'm so laid back now. I've started, I've started hitting I'm feeling lucky. When oh, I go, do you? Yeah. I just think, yeah, let's see where we go. Let's see where we go on this one. It's like roulette. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Listen, we've had a text in from Nugget, who's one of my regulars. Yes. We were talking about Dub Dub Dub. Nugget has just pointed out Ed Byrne told you guys about Dub 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 when you came in a couple of years ago. That was the non-ditch visit. Did he? Well, you know, that's it. I don't retain everything, but well remembered, Sorry Nugget. Sorry about that, Ed. We've got to give you your propers. Short memories in show business, isn't it? Oh, I'll say. Um, Big smile, short memory. Nugget also emailed us saying right, that he's, um, <laughs> he's listening to the show whilst cycling. But indoors, he's uh, he's on one of those turbo train, I think. I um I went on a, a, a fixed bicycle with my um son yesterday, and oh. it's next to a Christmas tree on the south bank oh, um, yeah. of the, the Thames, next to London. Mm-hmm. A large conurbation in the southeast of England. <laughs> it's very much very specific. And um, the harder you pedal, the more snow um, fell on the Christmas tree. Oh, wow. oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, it was. That's, uh, nice. that's what you see. You've got to have a, you need incentive for yeah. fitness. <laughs> they yeah. should do more stuff like that in um, in gyms and that. Maybe television. The television should be powered by your pedalling. Yeah. Well, a really like good-looking man in bandages, and the faster you pedal, the bandage comes off. See, if I'd have said something like that about a really good-looking <laughs> woman, I would have been chast... Because my, yeah. my, my first thought was those biros where you used to tip yeah, on one way like and, the, and yeah. the bikini drops off, and I thought, I'm not saying that. Uh, that would be outrageous. And then, and then you say it about a man. Please don't apologise, I don't and mind. bandages as well, like, he's not that well, he can't actually help himself if anything happens. <laughs> mm, yeah, no. but, you know... <clears throat> this is what happens. You had it your way for 2,000 years. We're getting our own back. It's lovely. Alan. Yeah. You 2,000? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've I mean, been going for ages, <laughs> but I think it's Leave a it. bit inappropriate to bring that up. I think Emily. I can now announce on Absolute Radio that I am Joseph of Aramathay. <laughs> oh, I love it when you speak Aramaic. <laughs> um, so, emails. Uh, we're still in email corner. I believe yes. we are. Uh, dear lovelies... I never pressed the exit jingle. Oh, good. Dear oh, lovelies, yeah. feel this greeting avoids any unpleasant awkwardness if a sub has been brought to the bench this week to replace a member of the first team. Mm. Every who's, evening... Who's in a sitcom. Oh. Carry on. Could have been. Uh, every evening I randomly select a podcast from my Frank et al. collection, 
Last night I listened to the Stevie Wonder Very Superstitious episode in which the team revealed very. they had no idea of Mr Wonder's intended lyrics. Very superstitious. I thought it was very superstitious. Yeah, it was you very. Did. Very superstitious. <laughs> we found out it was... Was it that is superstition? Mine was better. Stick with Barry, that's my advice. <laughs> that's what I said. Is, yeah, there is superstition. That's, no, what, that's why he stayed with Tamler all those years. I said stick with Barry, he thought I meant Barry Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> it's led me to a misunderstanding. Of His outfits were Barry Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's led me to a misunderstanding of lyrics. Is that the I had first ever Barry Gordy <laughs> pod on Absolute Radio? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. That's the first ever, ever Barry Gordy pod in life. <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> As a child of the 70s, I was the proud owner of two Disney soundtrack tapes, Lady and the Tramp and The Jungle Book. Well, am, I the, am I the only person who believed that the secrets to a happy and fulfilled life could be attainable if one managed to find the elusive Benecessities in the woods, presumably an exotic fruit or flower, as the wise Baloo the Bear noted? It was years later it occurred to me the lesson had in fact been to strive for a simple life stripped down to the bare necessities. What, mm. what did... Is this a, a, a she lady? She thought it was Benner, it's spelled B-E-N-E-R. Sally, 993. Sally, mm. not, she finishes by saying, this is where I would normally insert gushing amounts of praise. Don't get many Sallys these days. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I love um, the loss of names. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's bemoaning. Um, oh, she, so she, I, I've heard, obviously, this mistaken Benner. lyrics thing is a bit what happened to Spangles. So I don't want to dwell on it, but yeah. um, I've never... Usually they mistake one <laughs> word for another, not one word for something that doesn't <laughs> exist. Two words that don't yeah. She's gone to the trouble of making something up. Yeah. She thought it was Benes... Benesesities. I went out with him when I was in Turkey. <laughs> How was that? It's marvellous. Okay. It's incredibly, I'd, incredibly marvellous. I have an image now of some uh, Louis Vuitton shoes <laughs> at the side of the bed next to some curly toe slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's wrong of me. Um, there was... Um, oh, well, we'll come back to this, because I, I, I say I don't want to get into mistaken lyrics, but there was one from an advert which plagued me for years. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Where were we? Um, you were about to tell us your misheard lyrics thing. Oh, do I want to do that? Well, if you don't... Um, Nine nine zero. Has uh, my my protest it. is, I don't yeah. want to interrupt nine nine zero, but you know it's one of those things, isn't it? Misheard lyrics. Well, we've yeah, it's a bit kids say the funniest things. Yeah, just in see, the last I don't, minutes, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to encourage it. I said, did I say fifty? I meant fifty thousand. I, 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 I was in words. the in the car coming in this morning. I had uh, heart on. It wasn't my choice, <laughs> and they did about four minutes about man flu. Oh, and yeah. their man flu is about men pretending they're poorly when really they aren't. Uh-huh. And I thought, why don't they just burn down the station <laughs> <laughs> and say this is a waste of time, we're just saying what everyone says. <laughs> um, I had a man on Heart FM once, I don't know which one it was. He was talking the about the summer. Which Heart <laughs> FM? Is this is the Doctor Who version <laughs> where there's two Hearts FM. And he said, he was talking about the summer... He said, what, tell you what I really hate about the summer is wasps. Oh, wasps. I hate them. Yeah, what are red. they for? 
But he literally just said, wasps, I hate him. You but, can't you know, just say that. I know, don't get me wrong, they're all God's children. I've got nothing against them, but I don't want to, um, I don't want to get into Miss Heard lyrics, really. Okay, but we'll, 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 we'll hear this one now, you've started. Well, there. actually, it's I don't more want this lady thinking, well, hold on, I was so close yet so far. Nine nine zeros. it's more uh, a bit of added value. Uh, your, okay. Your Ben Necessities correspondent, also Miss Disney's clever, fu- clever pun. Oh, <laughs> Everyone relax. Everyone relax. Five pence. Fifty pence. Five pence. Fifty pence. Also, Miss Disney's clever pun. Baloo is singing about the bear necessities, as in B E A R. Yeah. And bear. B A R E. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever nine nine zero has just felt the need to. Text us that to tell us it. That's, no, but that, that's good. Because they missed it by thinking it was Ben Necessities. Yeah, but, you know, even that, that pun is so obvious, <laughs> you might shook think shook a pen at me before. He's holding a pen! <laughs> even a Gettysburg address! But even though you're thinking, uh, yes... Talking about the Ben Necessities. <laughs> what is it? Eight score years. What, what's the one, is it? Eight score so, years? Yeah, um... Oh, I can't remember now. No, it's something no. like... this text in. What is it in the Gettysburg what's it, what's address? What's Yeah. Four score years. Is it? Four score years. I bet... Um, I know Sandy Worrell, though. Yeah. Four score years and 37 or something like that. Yeah. I know that there's... Um, anyway, sorry, anyone who knows the opening bit of the We can't spend the next ten minutes whilst we both try and remember the Gettysburg no, I address. Ever, I don't think we've ever had an Abe Lincoln text in, though. <laughs> it's something that's missing from this show. Okay. Um yeah, and what my point was, even though you might think that's an obvious point and doesn't need stand, I would rather have that text than, than uh, a misheard lyric. And the misheard lyric I was going to tell you about, which is hilarious, I'm going to sacrifice um, because I don't. I think it's a wrong thing to do. Because mm. we'll start talking about old sweets, children's TV programmes, we remember. I like wham bars, if we are going to do that. Wham bars, <laughs> do you remember wham bars? See, you see, oh, you see how it happens? No. <laughs> This is what And do you know what? He will kill again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, I'm um I'm a Gettysburg address man. <laughs> absolute absolute, absolute radio. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, had a text saying, LV, why is Kanye West getting so upset about luncheon vouchers? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. What if he said boycott lunch and vouchers? It's a bit late in the day. Exactly. <laughs> I won't have them around. And uh, she adds, when I was 18, I had a boyfriend who was so tight, he only took me out for a meal if he could pay with his luncheon vouchers given to him by work. She could have contacted you via means other than the radio. Yes, that's right. I so forgot about lunch and vouchers. If you're around, Frank is a big fan of Orange Wednesdays. That's how it's, uh, <laughs> that was an accident. Oh, when yeah. I saw Orange Wednesday, I thought it was going to be a Buddhist night. <laughs> um, Why am I stuck with these schnorrers? <laughs> Google it. Okay. It's, make sure you've it. got a Yiddish no. setting on your Google search engine. I, um, I, my entire iPhone is in uh, Yiddish. <laughs> is, is it? it? Sometimes it confuses me. <laughs> it's all right. Mm. I um I didn't know honestly I didn't know it was Orange Wednesday. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Um, I, I do think Kanye's uh, luncheon uh, LV boycott is uh, it comes under the banner of first world problems, doesn't it? When the when the CEO of uh, Louis Vuitton snubs yes. you because you've decided to have a meeting with him, and I I think perhaps unfairly a few weeks ago said yeah. that Camilla Parker Bowles was. Uh, 
committing a first world problem when she was moaning about how her Prince of Wales husband was hard to buy for because mm. his Christmas and birthday are the same. Like they're really close together. Can but I then, just stop you? Should we should we explain what a first world problem is? It's this, isn't it? It's when you moan about stuff that is really not that bad. Yes. Yeah. It's basically what I do all the time. Yes. Well, it? I've caught myself in a few recently. The other day, what I genuinely said, quite perturbed. God, I've got to buy new cufflinks. <laughs> I've had two pairs of cufflinks snap recently. <laughs> really? And then thought, oh, what? I don't think of you as a cufflink. Are you a croupier by night? Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I do a lot of corporate entertainment. Do so you wear cufflinks? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you wear one of those powder blue 70s ruffle shirts? I would like one of those. Yes. In fact, I would like a powder blue dinner suit, because they yeah. were originally blue, weren't they? Blue and black. Mm. And I, like, I thought I'd have a look. Yeah, have a look. You've got about ninety-five. Seats, exactly, I can sort that out for you. Hopefully, they'll uh, they'll have uh, a long hem on the trousers, so I could get them taken down. <laughs> Meaning? Meaning I'm taller than you. Oh, okay. I don't think it's that oh, cryptic. Yeah. Bring, bring that up. You know. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of snidey way. Yeah. Actually, first world problems is a quite. I mean, what about that for? That's like a proper radio texting. If you find, if, if you found yourself moaning about well, first world problems, I'll you know, that sound like a real detail. I like that you're also, real texting. It's rather pointless asking me that. I think we know what the answer. <laughs> I wasn't be. asking you. you I was asking that. Me to, it's one of those rare occasions I speak to the viewers <laughs> in the first person. Viewers now. They're readers. They're viewers. <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Okay, we were talking about first world uh, problemo. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I'm so rough on my cufflinks, but anyway, I went to get. What's your favourite pair? Well, I did have a pair that I've had, got some uh, Bruce Lee's. No, have just you? the face of Bruce Lee on them. Yeah. Oh, have that, you? They would be my favourites if I owned them. I've got, I've got Laurel and Hardy. I've got Laurel and Hardy. Got Elvis. Were... Hmm. I've got uh, what's from a Albion Crest, but you haven't got them with you. I've got them, and I've got these, and I've got those. <laughs> And I've got um, Andy Warhol soup cans. No. Yeah. I've the originals or prints? Uh, they are um, <laughs> cufflinks. And, uh, and I've got uh, Hot and Cold, the old tap oh, tops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just a little selection. Just a little selection. I like that you've got those old taps. That's your, uh, that's your keeping it real thing. If only I'd thought yes. to text you on Wednesday rather than going to uh, M&S and buying I could have um, FedExed you some over. Yeah, you could have biked them over. That would yeah. have been great. Mm. I have that a lot of first anyway, world I like problems. this tale of the missing link. <laughs> no, I love it, Frank. <laughs> One of my, I had a bit of a first world uh, thingy this week, problem. I, 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 I was saying to my personal assistant... <laughs> oh, um, you don't really need to continue the anecdote. Really I was saying, I'm, I really am I'm unsure how to store my neckties. <laughs> <laughs> if I just hang them over... Um, uh, a coat hanger. They keep they keep slipping off because of course they're, they're they're heavier at one end. You have to hang them very precisely. The slightest bit yeah. of movement off they come. Yeah. I some of them I never unknot. Oh, I wear really? them for the first time and I leave them knotted and they hang oh. like like new sai. Well, that's mm. that's the plural. That's not the way to look after a good. No, but that you thing. say that, but you see that knot then is there forever. So the crease is always remaining in the same place. Mm. Don't give me that look. No, I don't. I don't like. But then she said, tie. "She said, well, what about this um, hanger? It's got a bit of foam around the bottom bar, and they, 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 they got a bit more purchase. They have actually, Frank. So that's what I'm on at the moment. Learning some important retail lessons. I have. Uh, if anyone's got any ideas, oh, I have um, a solution. 
But, um, you have a solution. I don't want to spoil it. Santa's coming soon. Um, oh. a, it better not, like be, a, better not be drawing pins. There's a hanger that you can get that has lots of different little bars on it and you can put your ties over it. Oh, so the teeth hangers, yeah. Next to your suit, you've but got why is a that tie different? hanger. But why is that different from hanging them over the, the lower bar of a coat hanger? Because then you're... You're separating them all. I and love this conversation. Downwards. I see. Do you see what I'm? So then, do they hang on, like I'll the, draw it for you. Do the pointy ends look like when you've got it very heavily laden? Do they look at the, the extremity like the scales <laughs> on a fish back? <laughs> yeah, if you like. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, the Gettysburg Address. We had an answer to that. Yeah, we did. We? Yes, dear Frank Emily in the Cockerel, the Gettysburg Address starts four score and seven years ago. It is also under two hundred words long. Love the show. Huh? Oh yeah. It was very brief, I remember. It's famously brief. I think that's what he's pointing yeah. out. I think the man or before she. had done, like, a, a, a talk that had uh, gone on for about 40 minutes. Then Lincoln, right. Lincoln does 200-word mm. Gettysburg Address, and it becomes, it's immortalised. Also, a contemporary report, I remember reading this, in, in the mm. press at the time, um, they wrote the address. And you know what journalists are like? Mm-hmm. And to keep, to keep the words down, they, they wrote um, nearly 90 years ago. <laughs> Instead of uh, oh. four score, yeah. So, hey, so, um, <laughs> so. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I texted Daisy this week, bit of a first world problem. Was it the, the other week, Daisy? I said, oh, this makeup artist, she keeps, she's chewing gum. That is quite first world. It is. Well, in fairness to me, my makeup artist is chewing gum. She was blowing bubbles. She oh. was Icelandic. Mm. Love an Icelandic. Quite inscrutable, though, I discovered. See, she'd be blowing bubbles because they've, they've got a lot of uh, carbon monoxide in it from the <laughs> geezers. <laughs> and do you know how I reacted? Instead of saying, please, can you take the chewing gum out of your mouth? What I did was she blew... I just heard this pop and I went, oh, God! I thought it was... Oh! <laughs> and then I said, I'm oh, sorry, I thought it was car backfiring outside. It's <laughs> exactly what I said. That's a, wow. Have you ever seen Carry On Cowboy? <laughs> when Kenneth Williams says, was that gunfire I hear or just a horse backfiring? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We didn't get... I also told her to stop texting while she was doing my makeup. I looked at her, I said... You're going to have to stop texting while you're doing my makeup. She was te- really? She yeah, sounds like a. Good. She went, one minute, please. I've said that to a few drivers, but it feels have like you? there's more jeopardy involved. <laughs> you in say doing that. Your makeup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 540, Joanne has texted in. Uh, my partner was p- particularly upset at not getting three stars on an Angry Birds level. <laughs> oh, that yeah. That is a first word. That is. <laughs> also, I've, been, I've, I've lived the last two months without a microwave. Have yeah, you? that's fine. Isn't that's it? good for you, no. though, isn't it? No, I, I oh. hate it. Oh, because the, the microwaves give you the radiation sickness. That's what I always think that. I think that's um, is that seventies old wives' tale. I think that's mm. radioactivity. <laughs> you've yeah. got them mixed up with. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, but I thought this is what I thought. Uh, uh, rubbish is this? I thought, well, shall I throw it away? Mm. Because it operates as a perfectly good cupboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could just keep it as a white cupboard. Yeah. And I thought well, it'd be a cupboard with like a lazy Susan in it. Yeah. You know, the turntable. <laughs> so if, if the stuff at the back of the cupboard you need, rather than having to reach or move stuff around. And then it's it made me think around. maybe all cupboards should have a lazy Susan because. <laughs> a great idea, Frank. You can st- then you can get at everything very easily without having to move the other stuff. We've got yeah. a spinny cupboard. Yes, I'm me too as well, Alan. Yeah, yeah, have you not? It's in the corner where you spin yes, stuff. Yes, I've got that. Yes. A what? 
a spinny cupboard where it's in the corner, so it would have been wasted space back in the 80s. But, but it's, got a, t- it's got a turntable inside it. it. Yeah, I've got that, a metal turntable, though. Really? Well, I, I thought I'd invented that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, love. Mind you, I did make a vow a few years ago that I wouldn't have any more cupboards in the house until they'd sorted out their spelling. Yeah. Because cupboard <laughs> rubbish. Yeah. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hey, I'm Frank Skinner and I'm on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why don't you text us on 81215? Then you can be on Absolute Radio too. Or at least your sentiments can. <laughs> also, you can follow the show on Twitter. This is the Space Age. At Frank on the radio. Or <laughs> you old traditionalists can email us through the Absolute Radio website. Love ya. Okay. I like the love ya. That was a bit love ya. Here's oh, Simply Red. I forgot dub dub dub. You know, I was saying I was concerned about microwaves earlier, mm-hmm. like some sort of 1970s housewife. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but it used to, it used to, it, the, the, the bloke the, who was, works next to the one in the office because blind in one eye, that was always the story. <laughs> no, wasn't but it? microwaves do emit radiation. There is radiation, though, that's correct. Is, but yeah. a demolition lover says, Tell Emily that microwaves aren't dangerous, they are a different frequency on the electromagnetic spectrum to gamma x rays. Okay. Gamma slash x rays. Okay. Okay, That's Emily. Good. Well, turns out they're not dangerous. <laughs> they're a different frequency to uh, mm-hmm. gamma rays on the uh, spectrum. Okay. <laughs> and also. He said tell Emily. 546 okay. has texted. Uh, Does she take sugar, by the way? Who? 546 or Emily? <laughs> Carry on. Um, 546 has texted Lincoln could have fitted the Gettysburg address into two tweets. No. Under 200 words, he could have fitted it into two tweets. No, but it's characters, tweets. Oh. Yeah. made a complete <laughs> fool of herself. Five, four, six. You need to have a long... Five, thing. four, six. The sackcloth and ashes is in that cupboard. You know that cupboard just by the front right. door when you go out where you keep the umbrella and the Wellingtons? Although They're in there. <laughs> Frank doesn't be, even like Twitter and he knows that. We might be made fools of if, uh, actually, unbeknown to us, the Gettysburg Address contains loads of small words, and it does fit. It doesn't, because it has things like government by the people. F- <laughs> the people f- government, the people. immediately. Government, I mean, blowing a hole in it. Yeah. yeah. Look, and never mind this, I want to talk about the DOC. I want to talk about the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> oh, no, okay, I want to talk about the DOC. What is the DOC? Duke of Cambridge. I f- you know, I forgot he's called that. Oh, that's Prince William. Prince of William. Prince, Prince no, of Prince Wil- of William. <laughs> I'm going to call him the Prince of William from now on because <laughs> in life I often find the mistakes are better than the real stuff. Yes. Yeah, but the Prince, P-O-W. There's something, there's something brilliant about the Prince of William. I don't like P-O-W, though. <laughs> um, the Prince of William... You don't like P-O-W? That's no, a fine thing to say. The Prince of William had a party, us. Frank, Yeah. at... Uh, Kensington Palace this week. Did you read about this, the Winter Ball? Well, I think oh. I saw the... Uh, I think we all saw the clip this week. Did you see the clip? So... They looked like they were having a ball, didn't they? Well, I it's Prince of nice. William, it's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, of all people. Mm-hmm. She looked good, I thought. Well, I've tailed a few Swifts in my time. <laughs> that was when I worked in uh, the Ornithological Divorce Courts <laughs> as a private investigator. And uh, JBJ. Yes. John Bon Jovi. Who I think is a very great fool. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> I interviewed uh, I interviewed John Bon Jovi, and you now there's a man who's who's taken the teeth thing 
Uh-huh. Too far. I spent the whole interview looking at his teeth. The East dentist could have took a a leaf out of the book of the Islamic carpet makers, you know, who who put the deliberate fault. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There was... You've got to have... Too white and too... You've got to have a little bit of indentation or something to make them look like teeth. You can't Mm -hmm. just have, like, lumps of pearl in your mouth like that. No. Ludicrous. That was my view. Anyway, I'm just going to stop to play one of my choices. (laughs) Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Well, so what they did, they it was all in a good cause. It was you a charity auction. Footballers Parliament, now, the <laughs> syntax. What they what did he's right done. was they, they did. They've looked up. They've seen John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's seen Jonathan Ross, yeah. um, who was the the MC for the evening. Oh, was he? Yes. Um, so I know what really happened that night. <clears throat> anyway, oh. he. Um, he got up on stage and he sung Living on a Prayer, didn't he? Mm-hmm. There was pressure put on him to sing it, I believe. Oh, was there? Mm. Was there? In a willing. nice way. But he, he was looked... a good sport. That's what I love you see about the DOC. He is a good sport. Yeah, he looked like... He was willing. Well, he had presenter hands, did willing. you notice? Know, yes, I know. It was Prince Charles at the tree planting ceremony hands. You know those presenter hands when the <laughs> presenters uh, put, put, <laughs> just put their fingernails together at the front? Right. Like, um, like a mandarin. I saw, do I saw De- Deck does it sometimes. Do it. No, do De- Deck does it. Yeah, you get... And um, does the hands in pockets. Uh, there's actually... If you go to the National Portrait Gallery, there's, there's a painting of uh, Sir Trevor MacDonald and he's actually got presenter hands on the painting. Has he? Perfect. What I didn't like about John Bon Jovi... Oh, this should take a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make myself comfortable. Settle down by the fireside, Frank. Mm. Was that he turned into a slowy? I know, he was... Oh, why am I embarrassing? Living on a prayer, it's quite an upbeat... It's a fist puncher, isn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah. He turned it into uh, lighters in the air. You know what he did? He took oh, what was a sing-along and yeah. he tried to be a bit soulful. Oh, he just has an instrumental break bit. Yeah. It's a sing-along. Yeah. Don't start going... Don't do that. It's yeah. a sing-along. No one wants to see... They want to see the, the P.A.W. singing it. Exactly. Taylor Swift, you know, nice, nice um, swift, nice dress. <laughs> nice swift. But can you step back? A bit. This is not your moment. No. I know. You can sing. You sing this regularly. Yeah. Yeah. We can hear you sing any time. Yeah. This could be our one we opportunity. Can. We won't. <laughs> but we can. I liked him. I thought. He, I thought he was good, though. I mean, he wasn't. It's the wrong song, though, isn't it? He wasn't putting his heart and soul into it. I think he was trying not to be heard because I strained to hear his voice. And yes. You couldn't really hear yeah, it, don't yeah. you think, boys? I had the same thing. <laughs> living on a prayer. <laughs> I, don't I mean, living on a prayer is the wrong song for him to sing, really. If a celeb's going to sing that, it should be the Archbishop of Canterbury. Really, oh, good. You're right, but uh, he should have sang something by Prince. <laughs> yes, that would have been. That's what I think. Excellent, William. It was really nothing. He uh, that is his party piece, though. Um, living on a prayer because he did that at Zara's wedding. It was. If that was his party mm. piece, it wasn't very. It doesn't look like he knew any of the uh, verse bits. No, he's struggling yeah. a bit. Wasn't I wonder he? what his brother's of... party piece is. Pardon? I wonder what his brother's party piece is. What, Harry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen his party piece. It was in shadow, but there it was. <laughs> <clears throat> See, mine used to be... Well, this is in my, drink, in my drinking days. I used to get on crowded buses. Bu- buses. Bus. Yeah. Bu- omnibuses. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I would go, 
Everybody! Never did anyone ever join in. I love that. I'm surprised that nobody joined in. What is that? I'll tell you what it is because we have some lovely friends and the sons are at Winchester and they sing that a lot. Well, it was. I was familiar posh schooling. No, Steve Span had a Christmas hit with it. It's based on Latin. I know, it's, it's based on Latin. <laughs> it's Latin. <laughs> That's, I suppose you could say this show is based on radio. But loosely. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Frank's not coming for breakfast after the show. It's all over. <laughs> well, it really um, depressed me, that. Okay, sorry about that. First okay. world problems, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just because he paid last week. That's oh, all. Yeah. That's true. Um, well, maybe I can just give you the cash to take with you. If you if put it in your glove, though, so you don't lose do it. you know what? I'd be very much obliged. <laughs> OK. If you would do that. No problems. I think we need to read out this email. It's regarding Doctor Who. But I thought we were going to have a Doctor I Who know, embargo. Judge ye not. the Doctor. Judge oh, yeah. ye not, because it's relevant. It's to do with your week in many ways. OK. Dear Doctor Skinner and his companions. Mm. I like that. I think it's nice if there are any interlopers. Like Frank, I'm a massive Doctor Who, it just says, having watched it from the very first episode. <laughs> I'm a massive Doctor Who. It must be Colin Baker. <laughs> <laughs> He's a massive Doctor Who. However, I was perturbed at the team last week tucking into the 11th Doctor's favourite dish of fish fingers and custard. Mm-hmm. I feel that I should point out to Frank that in reality, Matt Smith actually tucked into coconut breaded cakes made to look like fish fingers. What a wuss. Obviously not as brave as you and your colleagues. No, what's happened to method acting? Exactly. Can I point out that the sixth Doctor ate um, possum anus on live TV? And he was a method actor, yeah? No, that was at my parents' house. (laughs) Um, I'd also like to congratulate Frank on realising his ambition of appearing in Doctor Who. Well, a 50th anniversary related programme anyway. Perhaps Frank would like to elaborate to the readers on this particular achievement. That's from Steve. Can I say, I just read this, I thought that was a joke. Yes. But I'm starting to think maybe this is true. No, yeah, it isn't a joke. There was, um, um, it was, um, after the, um, anniversary special went out last week on, um, on the BBC, Mm -hmm. there was a red button option. Yeah. Uh, and the red button option was a programme called uh, The Five-ish Doctors Reboot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's a sort of... Uh, it's about the old classic doctors like Peter Davison and Sylvester McCoy and Colin Baker in particular trying to get into the 50th special in some way because they were excluded. So it's a, it's a spoof right. with lots of um, various cameo appearances. Uh, and Jolly he wanted in jokes. Was there lots of fa- very, very in jokes. Oh, but on Red great. Button, that's Excellent. fine. Red yeah, Button yeah. is like the studio theatre to the main auditorium. Well, on Red, they spend a lot of money on these Red Button things. Sounds lovely. And you know, I dropped a slight hint at the end. I don't, in last week's show, I said I'm very much a Red Button person. I don't know if you noticed that. But anyway, oh. you see, we were sworn to secrecy about this thing that oh. we can't tell anyone. I didn't even tell Kath. Didn't no. you? Well, also, she'd have probably said it was incredibly, incredibly <laughs> offensive. <laughs> so, no, and it was... And it was um, basically, I play a Dalek operator. So I'm just sitting... I'm sitting in, in, in the Dalek <laughs> operator's room with um, Nick Briggs, who's the voice of the Daleks, the actual, wow. the proper voice of the Daleks and several other um, monsters and things. 
and um, David Troughton, who is the son of Patrick Troughton. Patrick Troughton, the second son. doctor. Yes, yeah, so, oh. so it's really exciting. I just got an email from Peter Davison, who was also um, a doctor, as you know, the fifth. Yeah. And uh, and he sent, you know, would you like to be in this thing? Blah blah blah. Oh, hang on, has he turned into some casting director? Yeah, he directed it as well. And, at the, and at the end, he wrote Peter Davison, Doctor Number Five in brackets, <laughs> in case I. Excellent. So, um, so yeah, it was it was properly, really, fabulously exciting. But I have to say, it was lit in such a way that my belly Did you was not look incredibly good, dominant. Oh, was really? it? I'll show you a picture. Oh. A still. And, um, I mean, I just thought, oh, my God. You know the six-pack challenge I nearly did last year and then they, they abandoned it? They yeah. was offered a six-pack challenge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, now I think it would be more of a six-pack apocalypse. <laughs> so, um, but it was great. So I, I'm not, I haven't been in Doctor Who, but I was damn close. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I need to share something with you. Do you? I have. I had an unfortunate dining experience recently. Okay. I was meeting some friends in the aviation industry. High five. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I'm quite well connected in the aviation industry. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I am. And oh yes, you knew the man from BA or something. <laughs> oh, but, no, <laughs> yeah, I do. I know a few from BA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got a few contacts in BA. Um, I arrived with the passionably late. I'm not a BA. I'm not one of the BA barrackers, <laughs> as they say in the A team. <laughs> and we went to this restaurant. I won't name it. No, don't name it. It was so awful. I think I should, but I won't. It was a you central. Could do, London- you could do a Kanye. Yeah, I could. Ask oh, our yeah. readers. Yes. Our readers in uh, in Burnley and the like <laughs> to uh, boycott it. There were two um, men greeting you, and they looked very sinister. You know, the maitre d' is meant to be, it's meant to be someone where they're welcoming and you want to mm. come in. Easiest job in the world, isn't it? You just say to people, excellent choice, madam. And how is your so, meal? Yeah. These men, Easy. they look like, Easy. they're quite old to be maitre d's, if I'm honest. <laughs> they're oh, in their really? late 60s. Oh. They look very sleazy. They smell of cigarettes. They were weird. Sounds like they were messing things. They were very sopranos. I've got a worrying <laughs> feeling about these, that at one point you say to the white, I didn't like the maitre d', but we don't have a maitre d'. That. <laughs> <laughs> there were two brothers, but they died in the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I approached and they went, hello. I said, oh, hello. I mean, Brazilian or Indian? Oh, I think, <laughs> you sure you hadn't gone to the uh, beauty parlour? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to make light Indian. of it. I said, neither, English. <laughs> he went, he didn't laugh. No. He went, Brazilian or Indian? Just to put a little more emphasis. Oh, dear. I thought, well, there was obviously an Indian upstairs and the Brazilian restaurant downstairs. Yeah, so I thought, well, my aviation friends, they strike me as more Brazilian fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said Brazilian. So I went down a huge staircase, it was. And could you hear from downstairs? <laughs> yeah. I could hear. People downstairs. Which I heard all night. It just went on all night. Could you hear? That would have been welcome respite. Oh, from, hey, Karibu, hey, well. well, you got if you're going to go Brazilian, you're going to get all that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I've been Brazilian before and that's never happened. I was going to say, but when I- you went down the stairs, was there just a thin strip of carpet right there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. It was oh, the seventh level of hell. It was awful. Uh-huh. There was You're meant to eat whilst people are having a dance class. What's the Brazilian dance? I can't even remember. Oh, that would give me um, Rumba. No, salsa. Is Samba. It, yeah, so, yeah, something like that. I can't even eat near somebody who flails their elbows about. Oh, well, there's 15 people. There's 15 yeah. people going... Eh, bye, bye, bye. And yeah. a, ma- a band, a band singing. So okay. we sit down, and I, you can't hear anything. He's just screaming, <laughs> this Brazilian man, into the microphone. And there's the man on the Max Beasley type doing the Meanwhile, bongos. upstairs. Oh, I so wish I'd been in Charlie Kelly Kelly. Yeah, so much better. Nice. I, I, chose, love, I love a bit of sitar. I know. Mm. I took the road less travelled and I made a terrible mistake as it turned out. Anyway, in fact, it was so loud. Everything's too themed. That was my problem with it. You go into the toilets, it had all Portuguese, omens or senoras. I don't oh, know what no, that that's is. That's confusing. And there's like a man that. dancing by the toilets, by the ladies' toilets. In the end, I went up to the maitre d'. I said, excuse me, mm-hmm. does this band play all night? Because I can't bear this. Can I t- remember when Steve Williams did the show? Do you remember? Yeah, well, I don't. I, I went. To, no, you were there. We went to um, a, 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 a local restaurant after yeah. for brunch, and I remember he went to the toilet, and then he came back in and said to the waiter, <laughs> um, "M and uh, F is that is that fellas and or ma- ma- no male and female?" Right. And off he went. But it's great that he came back and checked. I love that. Was he joking? No, he was serious. Uh, I mean, that's really obvious. Well, I don't know, you know, you, you want to be absolutely certain. It's all right being... It's like, you know, it's like blockbusters. I know the gold run looks easy at home yeah. when you're actually standing there. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, I'm in the Brazilian restaurant. Yeah. I've gone for the Brazilian, not the Indian option. Mm-hmm. And I think I've made a terrible mistake. Well, judging by um, the Gandhi-based mm-hmm. opera I saw yeah. this week, yeah. you did. Could you hear the snapping of poppadoms from the stair above? <laughs> oh, oh, that, that would really upset me. me crazy. <laughs> when I went to the bathroom, as I was saying, it was awful. There was a there was a Brazilian man dancing oh. in the in the Just bathroom. It, well, in the communal area for the for the um, well, what are they called? Tough if you're not the vestibule. Portuguese men and women, or whatever, senoras and omens. Yeah. Was he dancing professionally or was he a customer? <laughs> he was sort of gyrating. No, dancing professionally. They Just paid amateurish. him to dance there. They said, "Can you dance? Can you dance in the annex of?" the lavatories because <laughs> we're not that proud of it it was <laughs> horrible I went oh yeah. so I walked it's out it's a bit like when they popped that uh, bubblegum <laughs> it's quite dramatic this that's week, my sound it? effect <laughs> this week so I sit back down the waitress comes over she's one of those swishy ponytail and low cut top you know the type well, I like she her Brazilian. she's the best yes. thing about this restaurant so far yes she's the only redeeming feature of this story well I went off for a bit she went Okay then. Uh, wine list for gentlemen, cocktail list for the ladies. Well, <laughs> Murray, yeah. I got a, <laughs> I got a bit angry. She also works in the uh, in Leicester Square. <laughs> That's what I said, Frank. I what? said in a terrible twist of fate, we like wine and they like cocktails. <laughs> And what did she, she didn't say understand it. She went, oh. Well, that's always a good response. Yeah, but I did end up going to the matron again. I said, "Look, how long is this going to go on? This music? Do they have a break?" He said, "Yes, <laughs> they have a break." I said, "When do they have a break?" He went, "Up to them." I didn't like the sound of "up to them." Well, See, that's they like jazz. 
think this is the thing, though, is that when you feel with the Brazilians, it's party time forever. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I would have said no. I don't want to go to the Brazilian restaurant because yeah. party time is not me. We left. We went up to the Indian for a nightcap. Is that true? Mm. Although I was clearing my house uh, this this week and I found uh, a page. A big move. A page I'd ripped out of um, a- a- OK magazine mm. in which I'd been voted party animal of the year. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? And there was pictures of me at parties with girls and stuff was there? me party animal of the year. i've kind of sort of forgotten <laughs> that any of that part of my life ever happened I mean, there is a logic to it if you want your party to be okay then <laughs> invite yeah. you along and you don't drink and you just tell people facts and speak a bit of latin and yeah but people don't want that at parties exactly you then they go home and go yeah the party okay. do you want to go on to uh do you want to go to they want at parties exactly yeah. you keep a party okay not amazing I don't want. Have you ever read uh, *Rasul Last Prince of Abyssinia* by Dr. Samuel Johnson? It's a very good moral tale. You go, you go you're off. Sorry. I, oh, party animal of the year. Was that before oh. you were rear of the year or after? You've well, I don't. I have to check my. Uh, I've got a timescale wall chart. He's uh-huh. won a lot of awards, to be yeah, fair. My of the year. Yeah, but party animal. Anyway, sorry, I don't know where we got anyway, to Anyway, well, that was it, really. I just decided great. never again. As far the as the Brazilians go, how, how do you think it was? It was awful. Was it mean? Cheese football. Any- <laughs> <laughs> no, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> Anywhere where it's that over-themed, my point is the food's going to be terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. They put, they spent was it better two... or worse than the fish fingers and custard that we had on this show last I week? I don't know, because I didn't taste it. I thought what? that was fine, but I must admit, I, I didn't know that uh, Matt Smith had, mm. had um, a chicken there. Coco- coconut breaded. Yeah. yeah I mean, when I ate in the sitcom, I was eating the actual food that I was eating. Oh, Prawn sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Um, cheese sandwiches. Uh, crisps. <laughs> anyway, music. This is Frank Skinner. We've just had a slight moment here because <laughs> oh, we, we, we're going to put Christmas jumpers on for some photos for Absolute yeah. and, and Emily only had a jumper already on and a bra underneath, nothing, yeah. no T-shirt. And on. I wasn't going to put two jumpers <coughs> on one over the other. And look chubby. Yeah. No way. So me, me and, me I don't and want the people cockerel, to think I've up. Me and the cockerel literally sat with our backs yeah. to Emily while she did the deed mm-hmm. and we all forgot that there's actually a, a webcam in the studio. Yeah. So, so I basically have done a free strip. So, men who watch this show just hoping to get um, a flick of Emily's hair as, as a special moment have, have actually... Christmas has indeed come early for them. <laughs> How lovely. Oh, we had a text, didn't we, from the, the tweet lady? Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine what text we'll have for next week's show after that moment. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we've, uh, we've had a text. That, Read my tweet, uh, Gettysburg faux pas. I realised as soon as I had sent it what a damn fool I am. And because you'd not read it out straight away, I thought I got away with it. This is a lady that said that Gettysburg address could have been two tweets. Yes. Because yeah, she got characters and words mixed up. Yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? But, you know, the cockerel did read it out thinking it was a valid point. Yeah, I totally read it out thinking that it was was right. I'm a fool also. So don't feel too bad. Remember, he's a very respected uh, actor. I am, yeah. And comedian. Frank, also, (laughs) are you an actor and comedian now or are you a comedian and actor? Oh, come on, you've known me as a comedian for so many years and as an actor for a month and a half. Um, I've changed, and that's the problem. You certainly are. How <laughs> um, I mean, many people now are looking on iPlayer on the off chance you can get the Absolute Radio webcam? It was a 
full on scroll back on a webcam? I can't I believe I've done that. I don't think you can scroll back. Thankfully. It's full on, Frank. Right, this is from Phil, and I'm going to read this out because you were talking about Doctor Who. Um, is, okay, well, and after this, we'll have an embargo to the rest of the year on Doctor Who. What about we that? will. Phil says, Hi, Frank and the team. I feel compelled to contact you with this missed panel opportunity in last week's Doctor Who episode. I loved the 50th anniversary episode, but really wanted the Doctor to forgive the Zygons at the end of the episode, just so he could have said, let's let Zygons be Zygons. F- fabulous. Long-time reader. Oh, that's God. Phil, that 793. Um, I do, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think by the end, the Doctor was just trying to work out what Tom Baker was doing there. <laughs> that was one of the great mysteries, that, Doctor, that Tom Baker turned up as the curator of the National Gallery, and we weren't sure whether it was supposed to be... Him as the, the, the Doctor had somehow retired after his regeneration, which is right. impossible. Anyway, we didn't quite... It's that moment it's when um, original British drama, that, you know, the thing they put on the front of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Original British drama became surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's just get Tom Baker on. Doesn't need to make any sense. But I loved, I loved the show, it was great. Um, on, the, on the missed ponds thing, yes. I was watching one of those... You know those Kevin Bacon phone-type adverts? Oh, oh yes, yeah. There's one in which he talks about, you know, since I've been living in England, I've discovered the no-brainer. And he starts mm. talking about what no-brainer is. And one of his examples, he goes into a... Yeah, uh, a cafe, and he says no. But qu- she goes croissant or full English, and he says no brainer, full English, and then he eats the full English, and mm. that isn't a bacon joke. Oh, can you believe that's that? Extraordinary. He must have said, you know, I look, I like fun, but no bacon, no <laughs> bacon punnery. <laughs> that's in his contract. Yeah, we'll, dro- we'll drive a- self and no bacon pun. Fancy make- missing that? We'll drive self. Is that his middle name? Drive. <laughs> Okay, anyway, Mark Crossley is coming up um, next. And uh, thank you so much for listening and for watching, some of you. (laughs) (laughs) And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.